This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, Bruchem Abam, welcome everyone to a special edition of All Parsha. Parshas Vo'eschanan. A little secret, my favorite Parsha, my Bar Mitzvah Parsha. has Shema, it has the Aser Sadebrois. It's the Parsha right after Tisha B'Av. We weren't allowed to learn on Tisha B'Av. The Avodah Sakoidash says, therefore, right after we have Kabbalah Satorah, we have a new commitment to the Torah. Let us begin. This is the Ben La'ashri, Rabbi Yitzchok HaKoyin Huberman, on Parshas Va'eschanan. The Ben La'ashri is bothered. Isn't it a wonder? Moshe Rabbeinu was the greatest prophet who ever lived. He certainly knew his tefillos were not going to be accepted. So why did he bother so much? Furthermore, the Torah is eternal. Why would the Torah write and record all of these pressurings and entreaties that Moshe Rabbeinu made and it wasn't accepted? It was not accepted. Says the Ben Ashri that it's coming to teach how to serve Hashem as Manazah. Because some mock the arrangement of tefillah, that we dive in the same tefillah again and again and again and again. If the tefillah is going to be accepted, it should be accepted the first time. If it's not going to be accepted, it should never be accepted. Why do we keep on repeating the same tefillah? The answer is, we learn from Moshe Rabbeinu, that even though Moshe Rabbeinu knew, he knew absolutely that his tefillah would not be listened to. Nevertheless, he kept on davening 515 tefillahs chanan. From here we learn that if a tefillah is not accepted for the purpose that it was offered, it will certainly be accepted in a different vein and in a different area and Hashem will apply it where you really need it. From here we see that a tefillah that is not accepted now will be accepted elsewhere. And therefore, it is very important to daven every day. Even though we don't see that the tefillah helps, as Chazal say, that one should always daven before the tzara. So, because a tefillah before the tzara is more accepted than once the person's ready in the tzara. Now, we don't, we're not always aware when before the tzara is, so Hashem could sometimes apply tefillahs we've offered to such a situation. And this is what we learn from Moshe Rabbeinu. In fact, the um, Ben La'ashri teaches us that there was a distress later on in history, in the times of the Navi Yoyal, where the Navi cried out, in Parak Beis, Pasuk Yeralef, Ki gadol yoyim Hashem, v'noira ma'oyr, umi yechileno, day of God is fearsome. And the Navi continues, v'gam ata, and also now, Hashem says to do tshuva. What's also now? It should say now. So the Ben Lashri suggests that the tefillah of Moshe Rabbeinu that preceded it, it was effective, that the tefillah that they, the tshuva that they did now should be accepted. In fact, the Ben Lashri offers an amazing remez, the Rashi and Soifei Tebois of the words, Va'eschanan el Hashem ba'es ha'hi leymar, with the word itself, meaning the Rashi and Soifei Tebois of these words, plus adding each word, is Gematria Oyhev Yisrael Trufa, the lover of Israel, namely Moshe Rabbeinu, offered the medication before the uh, distress for the times of Yael. The remaining letters are Gematria Tav Kuf Tzadi Gimel, which stands for Bara Trufa Koidem Tzara, God created the medication before He created the Tzara. So this is what we learn from the uh, increasement of Tefillah Moshe Rabbeinu offered, 
that these tefillos were not for naught, but they were applied for future sh- situations. Now, we move on to offering number two. Mefarshim are medakdek. What do you mean, Lemar? And I besieged Hashem. At that time, Lemar, Rashi says, the Moshe Rabbeinu said, Hashem, I want you to let me know whether you're going to answer me or not. However, the Ban Ashri says an amazing idea. The Arizal teaches us in the Shar HaMitzvah, in the Shar HaKodesh, that whenever names of God are alluded to, or names of angels, we're not allowed to mention them, we can only think them. And the Ben Lashri reads the Pasuk as follows. The word Ba'es, Ace is 470. The Svarim teach us, the Arizal teaches us, 470 is very significant. It's 10 times Yud Kevavke plus 10 times Ekiah. Yud Kevavke 26 times 10 is 260. Ekiah 21 times 10 is 210. 260, 210, 470. Va'eschanan el Hashem Ba'es. I besieged Hashem Ba'es with the holy names of God. However, Lamar can be read Loy. Not to say, I didn't say it, I only had it in mind. This is a remiss to the teaching of the Arizal that Shemois should not be verbalized but merely thought. Okay, we move on. Rashi says, Why did I daven then? Dimisi Rashi says, literally, that means, I thought that because I conquered Evelayardin, Eretzichan and Oig, maybe my neder was, maybe the neder of Hashem that I would not go into Eretzisrael, maybe Hashem was matter that neder. And the Ben La'ashri quotes the question of the Ezor Eliyahu, who asks that if the neder was hutar, then why did Moshe have to daven? If Hashem made a neder, then tefillah is not going to help. And if Hashem didn't make a neder, then why, if the neder, excuse me, was hutar, if it was nullified, then why is Moshe Rabbeinu davening so much? So the Ben La'ashri interprets that the word dimisi, could mean, not just I thought, but I got a hint. Like Moshe Rabbeinu, like the Gemara Nivamah says on Daf Mem Tes, that Moshe Rabbeinu prophesied, not like other Nevi'im, whose clarity of Nevuah was not as clear as Moshe Rabbeinu. However, there were times that Moshe Rabbeinu got a hint. For example, in Kisisa, Hashem said, okay, leave me alone. Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't, Davening, he wasn't bothering God. Why is God saying, leave me alone? That was a remez that Moshe could daven and abolish the decree. Oh, therefore Moshe Rabbeinu said, I thought that Hashem by conquering Sichin and Oig is being meramez to me, just like when Hashem said, hanichali, okay, leave me alone, don't daven, that if I daven it helps, that was a remez that I could daven. Here too, when Hashem conquered Sichin and Oig, what Hashem was hinting to me is that through tefillah, He would allow and consider being matering the neder. The Medrash Tanchuma says, this is a reference to the Pasuk in Mishlei, Tachanunim Yedaber Rosh, the Asher Ya'ane Azais. Tachanunim Yedaber Rosh is Moshe. Va'asher ya'ane azos hakadosh baruch hu answered harshly. By the way, the Balaturim points out that every other word of this pasuk, the seifet tevois, spell out Moshe. Tachanunim rosh ya'ane seifet tevois Moshe. The Ben Lashri quotes an incredible thing from the Yehudi Hakadosh that from heaven they darshan from the Medrash Tanchuma that he should be megala the kavana of the pasuk. Hash 
Asher Yana Azais. Why is Hashem the Asher Yana Azais? And the Yudhya Kaddish revealed that Moshe Rabbeinu's request was he wanted to be Mashiach. And Hashem said, Rav Lach. Rav is 202. If you combine the word Rav with Azois, which is 483, you get 685. That spells out Boyaz and Rus. In other words, Hashem was saying, Moshe, Rav Lach, you won't be Mashiach. But we'll add Rav to Azos, and it will be, produce Boyaz and Rus, who will come from you, and you will at least be the progenitor of Mashiach. Offering number five. Va'es Chanan el Hashem, Rashi Tevois Vav Aleph Yud Seventeen Toiv. Va'es Hahilemar, Rashi Tevois Hevel. Moshe, we know, came from the Toiv of Hevel. Moshe was davening, Hashem, let me go into the Holy Land. Toiv Hevel. Va'es Chanan el Hashem, Rashi Tevois Toiv. Va'es Hahilemar, Rashi Tevois Hevel. Okay. Offering number six. Va'es Chanan el Hashem, Va'es Hahilemar. What time? What does Moshe mean? At that time, what was that time? So he says, we could explain based on the Divrei Yaakov. In Parshas Vayetze, when the Pasuk says, If it's not time to gather in the sheep, if it's not yet time for Mashiach, at the very least, at the very least, Hashem provide Parnassah for Kal Yisrael. So we could say the same thing over here. El Hashem. El is 31. Hashem is 2657. That's Gematria Zan. Ba'is Hahi. Hahi is a time which is unidentified, a time of Nistar. Meaning, at a time of Hahi, if you don't want to bring the Mashiach, and it's going to be a time of Hester Panim, El Hashem, at least be Zan Klal Yisrael, at least be Mafarnes Klal Yisrael. Like, Eloi Eis Heyasef Hamikna. At the very least, Hashku If it's Ba'isahi, if it's a time of Nistar, at least it should be Kale Hashem 57. Now, another interpretation, Ba'isahi Lemar Hashem Aleikim. Where Moshe is doubting Ba'isahi at the time of the Galos. Please Hashem, Hashem Aleikim. We want, even in the Midas Aleikim, in what appears to be Midas Hadin, Klal Yisrael should see that it becomes Batal, and underlying it is really Rachamim, and they should recognize the Shem Havaya, in even what is apparently Eloikim HaTeva. And then one final offering, a Medrash Pliya. Hashem says, I called you Eloikim, Re'ei Nesaticha Eloikim Leparoi, and you want to go into Eretz Yisrael? You're already Eloikim. What's the meaning of this mysterious Medrash? Says the Holy Ben Ashri. The Gemara in Saita is bothered. Why did Moshe Rabbeinu want to go into Eretz Yisrael? What, to eat the fruits? However, we know, based on the Gemara Ksubis Kofiyod, that Hadar Ve'eretz Yisrael doyme kemi she'yesha elayka, v'hadar v'chotz aretz doyme kemi she'in la'elayka. That only someone who lives in Eretz Yisrael has elayka. So Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to go into Eretz Yisrael because he wanted it to be doyme kemi she'yesha elayka. Hashem said, I already called you Elohim, you already Elohim, you already have that Mida, you already have that Maila. You don't need to go into Eretz Yisrael to be Ki'ilu Yeshle Eloika. I already said, Re'ina Satich Eloikim Leparai. Okay, wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos Nachamu, an amazing Tuba of. Loi Hayu Yamun Tavim Lisrael, Ketuba of. May we be Zoycha to Yeshua's Venachamas, Lanu Ulachal Yisrael, Amen. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.